What's up, family? Man, recently I realized something or discovered something that revolutionized my thinking. And I want to share that with you right now. What's up? It's your boy Clifton Brantley. I am back at it again. I'm trying out this new, this new intro. I don't know if y'all like it. I like it. I use it on uh, YouTube for my for my videos. And man, I've been searching for I don't know how long for a new uh, intro to my podcast. I like the one that I have, but I just wanted to change it up. So anyway, I'm gonna see how this one does. Um, Really, I just got to see if, if my wife likes it. She hadn't heard it yet. But if my wife likes it, then it's going to stay. Anyway, check this out, man. I have something very exciting to share with you guys today. Um, again, this is this is primarily or let me see directly to men. And I believe women can get something out of this, too. Right. You, you'll be blessed by what I share with you today. But, yeah, man, I, I think that this is. um this is going to be powerful for you. So last week I was, um, I was doing some studying. So I was, stu- so I was studying for my master class, right? I teach a, a Thursday master class where I teach couples uh, how to take their marriage from surviving to thriving, right? And so we meet every Thursday. And this Thursday I was sharing with them uh, so for the last two weeks, we've been talking about the roles of men and women in marriage, right? And so this week, this past week, I dealt with the role of the husband. But in my study of that, I discovered something that I had not previously discovered. And I want to share that with you because um, my thinking is if it changed me the way that it changed me, I don't see why it would not change you or somebody, right? And if it don't do for you what it did for me, I mean, I don't know, but I'm going to share it. So uh, this, this, man, I think this is going to be good. But before I get into it, let me say this. I have uh, some assumptions that I want to, so I'm going to list these assumptions right off the bat, right? Because uh, I don't want to teach the assumptions, I don't want to go over the assumptions. So I'm just going to tell you what my assumptions are so you'll know where I'm coming from as I lay out what I want to share with you today, right? So here are some assumptions uh, that you want to assume, or these are assumptions that I have, and as you understand these, you'll understand my thinking better. Okay, so here they are. Number one, the Bible is God's word. Right. That's the, the again, let me say it again. These are my assumptions, not yours. Right. And so this is where I come from when I'm about to share with you what I'm about to share. The Bible is God's word. God's word is without error. Number three, the God of Scripture is intentional in everything he does. Mm-hmm. Number four, the God of Scripture is sovereign and has all power. That means he can do what he wants to do. Nobody can check him. And he has all power. He can do whatever he wants to do because he's able, right? Uh, Another assumption, marriage is God's idea. 
Like this is just automatically assume marriage is God's idea. And then the last assumption that I want you to consider as you listen to what I'm about to share, life is God's idea. Yeah, he, human beings weren't thinking about creating earth <laughs> and coming to earth and living. That's God's idea. God's idea was life on the planet, right? So those are some, those are some assumptions that, that I have. Now, and I don't think this is going to be long, but we'll find out. So in studying the, the roles of husbands and wives in marriage, you go to scripture and what I, one of the things that I believe that scripture is clear about is that God's original intent, original intent means purpose, right? The purpose for something. God's original intent for marriage was for the husband to be the head and for the wife to be the help. But as you go throughout scripture, I believe it expands broader than that. I believe that the male man, when I say male, like male versus female, I believe the male version of man was designed and God expected to take care of, protect, provide uh, the female man, right? I believe that, that, that the female primarily should be under the man. Now, when I say under, I'm not talking about importance. I'm talking about protection, right? Like, my, like I am under my roof, right? My roof is protecting me. I believe that men are supposed to be the covering for women, right? I, I just, that, that just makes sense to me. I'm sorry. Let me, not, let me not say that makes sense. It does make sense, but it only makes sense in context of the Bible and what I've read, right? I believe that that's God's original design, right? I believe God designed the husband, the man, the male man to lead. He created the male man first. He gave the male man instruction, right? He didn't give them to the female man. Eve was not around when Adam got instruction about what to do here on the planet as far as um, the garden and, and don't touch the tree, right? He gave those instructions to Adam. That's why when, when, when after they sinned and God came looking for him, he said, Adam, where are you? He didn't say man and woman or he didn't say Eve, Adam and Eve. He said, Adam, I put you in charge. Tell me what happened. And Adam did not take responsibility. He's, you know, diverted to his wife. And God said, um, it's the woman that you gave me. So y'all two did. It ain't even my fault, right? But that's a different story. So the topic I'm talking about is born to lead. Here's what I believe. And I understand everybody won't believe this, but man, if somebody can show me different I, I, I will accept it, right? If you can show me different, I, you know, we can talk about it. Now. I, I am open to correction. I am open to revelation, right? But I believe that every male was born to be a leader. Yeah, I, I believe that every single person born with a penis 
was born to lead something. Now, I don't know what, you know, what, but you were born to lead. And so if you are a man listening to me, or if you're a man and think you're a woman, but you got a penis, I'm still talking to you. Now, what you do with whether or not you lead, that's on you. But I believe you were born for that. Let me tell you why. Um, so remember, so let's go to Jeremiah. Remember in Jeremiah, very when Jeremiah, when the book of Jeremiah first starts, God tells him, Jeremiah, I knew you, that's past tense. I knew you in your mother's womb. Before the foundations of the world, I knew you. And I called you. So here is a is a description and picture of God telling Jeremiah that before you became a reality on the planet, I knew you. Now, what God is talking about is Jeremiah being with him, right? The spirit of Jeremiah. That's that's what that that's the only way that God could have known Jeremiah before Jeremiah existed. I mean, before Jeremiah was on the planet, he first existed with God. Right now, I'm not saying nothing about Jeremiah was there from the beginning like Jesus. Right. I don't, that just popped in my head. I don't even know. If any, I don't know if anyone else thought that, but that popped in my head to counter that just in case. That's not what I'm saying. So 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 Jeremiah is a spirit. OK. And God says, I knew you before I formed you. And I called you before I formed you, meaning God gave Jeremiah an assignment before he got to the planet. It also means God created Jeremiah before he got to the planet. See, Adam, watch this. Adam was formed from the dust. But, the, but when God blew the breath of life into him and man became a living soul, that was Adam's spirit. That wasn't created. I mean, that wasn't made, that wasn't formed, that was created. To create means to make something out of nothing, right? So, so let me recap real quick, because I don't, let me just recap. <laughs> uh, so Jeremiah, so, so we see that Jeremiah, uh, God knew Jeremiah, the spirit, before he came to the planet, okay? And then we also see how, when God created Adam, he was just a cadaver until he blew the pneuma into his nose, the, the, the breath of life. And then it says man became a living soul. So what he blew into man was the spirit. It's Adam's spirit. Okay. Now, remember, God is intentional and he's sovereign. And uh, he's omniscient, meaning he knows everything. So God creates Adam intentionally. He creates the first human being as a male intentionally. He says, I'm creating man after our own image, right? So man is created after God's own image. He then puts Adam to sleep, takes a rib, forms a woman, creates a woman, brings her to Adam. Uh, now, both of them are created in God's image, right? Don't, I'm not saying that only Adam is. Human beings are created in the image of God. So now that this rib is a woman and the two become, they come together, they become one flesh, right? That's the first marriage. It's the first institution God establishes. I don't believe that's an accident. 
right? I believe marriage is the foundation of the family. Okay, so I'm establishing these um, stop signs, so to speak. That's how it is in my head. These stop signs so you can stop and think about what I'm saying before I get to the point to show you that every male is born to be a leader. Run through the stop signs again. Uh, this time I'm going to do it in order of, you know, scripture. So God creates Adam, blows the breath of life into him. That's the spirit. And then we see over in Jeremiah how the spirit does not uh, come alive when you're born. The spirit is with God. And when you are born, like that's the body that the spirit is going to live in. God sends the spirit. I don't know how that part works. Like I doubt, I don't know if he, I don't know what God does. He's God, right? So how he does what he does, I don't know. But I do know <laughs> the essence of who you are is spiritual. You are a spiritual being having a human, a, a human experience on a planet, right? See, because on earth, in order to live on earth, you need a physical body because this is what is called the physical realm. That's why when God came to earth to save us, he had to have a physical body. Because God can't die, but he needed to kill the body to make the sacrifice, and the sacrifice had to be perfect, so he had to prepare a body. Okay. And also, now watch this. Remember, the Bible says God is a spirit. Those that worship him must be must worship him in spirit and in truth. Okay? So we got all of that. We got that the spirit comes from God. The spirit comes before the body. The spirit uh, will live forever, right? Spirit, our, our spirits are eternal. You will live forever. The, 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 the issue is not whether or not you will live forever. The issue is location, like where? <laughs> where, where are you going to be with the saints or, or in hell that was prepared for Satan and his angels? It wasn't even prepared for you. So don't go there. That's not for you. But anyway, that's the spirit. Okay, now, when we talk about spirits, okay, Spirits are gender neutral. I'm going to say that again. Spirits are gen it's like a spirit is not male or female. Now, here's what scripture says in Genesis when he created. So in, in chapter one, it says what, he, what God did. And then chapter two, it details how he did that. So it says, uh, so in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them, right? So those are the two genders that God created. Gender, now remember, I'm talking about uh, God's original design. Gender is about male and female, period. Male has a penis, Female has a vagina. That's it. That's all. It's just a description between the two bodies. That's what gender is. Now, I understand in 2023, we have um, taken gender to a whole new level and made it something God never intended. How do I know? Because what we do with gender now is anti-scriptural. It was never God's design. And listen, let me, let me tell you something about let me share this thought. When man changes, 
what God has established. And they do that when man changes what God has established without God's instruction. The result is chaos. Yeah. When human beings change what God has already established and the reason we are changing it, if it's not because of God's instruction, the result is chaos. Let me define chaos for you. Chaos is complete disorder and confusion. That's what chaos means, right? So when we change things that God has already established and he's not the one that told us to change it, chaos shows up. Now, this includes, but is not limited to, marriage and gender, right? According to the Bible, gender is male, female, male with a penis, uh, female with a vagina. Now, penis and vagina is not in the Bible. I'm not saying that, but you know what a male and a female is, okay? We change that. Is not the world today confused? Would you not say that uh, uh, it is chaotic, the way we got, like we have folk saying that two men getting married is a real marriage or two women getting married is a real marriage. The Brad and her supposedly wife, the person she calls her wife, uh, they just adopted. No, I'm sorry. Brad had a child that they had artificially inseminated. or However they did that, like it wasn't a man, although the seed came from a man. My point is this on this part, when we change what God has already created, designed, established, it can lead to chaos. Okay. So when I say gender is the difference between a man and a woman, that's all it is. Uh, here's, so here's what I, I looked online to find a definition of gender. Uh, gender has become society's set of expectations, standards, and characteristics about how men and women are supposed to act. That's what the world says gender is. But that's not gender. Gender is simply, are you a man or are you a woman? Physically. Okay? Now, here's what I believe. When I say every man is born to lead, here's why I say that. Spirits are gender neutral. Right? So if spirits are gender neutral... It means that when, when I, before I got to the planet, whenever God created me, before I got to the planet, I was neither male nor female. You remember over, uh, I forgot what, what book, but um, they asked Jesus, so basically, Lord, if this woman marries seven men and they all die, when they all get to heaven, whose wife is that going to be? Jesus said, these kind of relationships don't exist in heaven. And the reason he says that is because there's no male and female. Even scripture says, uh, I, I, I can't remember what that is, but I know I've read it. It says in the kingdom, there is no male and female. It, it doesn't exist because it's a spiritual realm. So spirits are gender neutral. Gender is established once you get to the planet. God is sovereign and God is intentional. So in processing all of this, when I finished with the master class on Thursday, I was still thinking about it. And this is what I concluded. Hey, for whatever reason, unbeknownst to me, God decided to put my spirit 
in a male house. Your body is just the house where your spirit lives in simplified forms, right? God chose to put my spirit inside of the male body. And I started thinking about that. I'm like, huh, that is so interesting. Now, I, I realized that after I had already concluded that God's design is for the man to lead. Now, it is not God's design. Let me make sure I say this. It is not God's design for the man to dominate the woman. God never intended for human beings to dominate each other, right? That's not his design. So when you see that, that is an error. That's not, God's not doing that. And he's not approving that, okay? But we're talking about leadership. We're talking about um, organization, right? God establishes the man. He says the man is the head. The man is supposed to lead. If men had done their jobs right, I still believe there would have never been a need for like uh, women's rights movement and all that. It, it, it would have been unnecessary if men had done what God intended them to do from the beginning. So if the spirit is gender neutral and when I'm born, I'm born as a man or a boy, a male, I don't believe that's an accident because I believe that God is sovereign and I believe that life and death is literally in God's hands. And so if I was supposed to be born a female, he would have put my spirit inside a female body. Right now, I know there are people who say, you know, I feel like I'm a man trapped in a woman's body or a woman trapped in a man's body. I understand that. Meaning I understand what you're saying. I'm saying I understand it in experience, but I understand what you're saying. However, how you feel can never trump what God did. And God is the one that put your spirit in a female body or in a male body. And so, fellas, what I'm telling you is if you're a man, if you are a male human being, you are born to lead. It's it's humbling to me to know. For whatever reason, I don't know, but for whatever reason, God decided you're going to be a leader. You're going to be a helper. Now, these two distinct roles, God is not in, God is not, you know, like like men and women are created equal. OK, I want to make sure I say that because I'm not trying to promote any kind of division. And I'm really just talking about men um, and how this whole reality plays out that you are a man. Like you didn't choose the body you have. You, you didn't choose to like before I got here, I wasn't, you know, in God's, you know, the heavenly house and said, Lord. When you send me to the planet, can you give me a male body? I want, I want, I don't want to be a female. Like that doesn't even that makes that that makes no sense, right? Exactly. So me knowing that God chose for me to be a leader for me, and I'm talking about for me, automatically for me erased any doubt that I had about whether or not. I was a leader. See, some of you men, like me, like I used to be, some of you men, 
Like, you know, we'll say, you know, hey, man, you're a leader. Some of you think ah, I'm not a leader like that ain't me. Like, I don't I don't want to lead people. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just a nobody trying to tell like I'm, I'm not really much. But what I'm telling you, if you came, if if when you arrived to the planet. The house God told you to live in or the house God put you in has a penis. You are you are born to lead. Now, again, you may not lead. You may you may be sorry. You may decide I'm going to be gay and I'm going to act like a woman. You whatever, because God has given you free will. But I'm telling you about his original intent. I believe. He intended you to lead now lead what and at what level? I don't know. I'm not saying you're supposed to be famous. I'm not saying you're supposed to be in the White House. I'm not saying you're supposed to run a business, but I'm saying when it comes to initiative, when it comes to work, when it comes to uh, fulfilling the purposes and plans of God, you as the male man supposed to lead. You're not doing that. I believe you are operating outside of your design. And when we change things that God has already established, the result is chaos. Yeah. So I really, 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 really hope this resonates with somebody and encourages you to uh, stop saying, I'm not a leader. Uh, that ain't me. I, you know, I, I can't do it. I don't have gifts. I don't have talents. If you are born, because, because that's why I gave you these assumptions in the beginning, right? The Bible is God's word. The Bible is without error. Scripture is in God. The God of scripture is intentional in everything he does. And the God of scripture is sovereign. So since you didn't choose your body, we can't say that you did it. And since I don't believe in haphazard accidents when it comes to things like this, I'm going to say God did it. Now, somebody proved me different. I say, no, God don't do that. It's just random. Like, nah, that ain't what I, that's not what scripture promotes. So then here's another application. Not only are you born to be a leader, but you're also born to stand up for women. That's you were born to stand up for women and children, but definitely women. I was watching, uh, Instagram earlier and and um, a young lady was talking about how a young lady was talking about an incident that happened, I guess, a, a little while ago, a few weeks ago, where these guys was asking this woman for her number or a guy asking a woman for her number. She said no. And he hit her with a brick. And the lady made a post online and she was crying like, you know, it was other men standing around. Nobody helped me. I believe that is an abomination. That is so far outside of God's design and intent for the way men and women interact like this. Your job as a man is to protect women, not just your wife, all women. Right now, I know that there are, you know, uh, gray areas, caveats and, you know, I'm speaking in general and overall. And the main point that I'm making is, sir. You were born to lead. So while you are uh, in your feelings, while you are stuck, while you uh, keep thinking that the white man is holding you down and while you keep thinking uh, that the black man is no good, you, sir, were born to lead. 
Now, what you do with that is on you. But I also do believe that one day you're going to have to give an account of what you did with what God gave you. Right? You're going you're gonna to have to give an account. So, yeah, I just, I man, this was, so for me, like I said, when I, when I, when I got this um, revelation, it made me look at manhood differently. See, let me tell you something about me and manhood. Um, my dad didn't teach me how to be a man, right? And he was in the house. He didn't abuse me, but we never really had a relationship, okay? And so growing up, I never really, you know, like, I, I, was, I wasn't like the typical little boy. I was just me. And because I hung around with my mom more than my dad, uh, actually, I don't even know if that's the reason because I don't even remember hanging out with my mom. But I know when I was a little, little boy, yeah, my mom more than my dad. But as I got older in like middle school and whatnot, I wasn't hanging with anybody. I was hanging with my homies and, you know, whatever. But, but the kind of man that I developed to be, I've always gravitated towards women in the sense of uh, like I like women. So I'm going to be what women are attracted to. And I don't really care about what men think. And so because of that, I didn't embrace, I did not embrace the whole super masculine, you know, whatever. Women want someone that listens. I learned to listen. They want someone to communicate. I learned to communicate. Right. The problem is, you know, <laughs> when I was young, I, I became the, the perfect friend. So I was always getting friend zone. So that didn't work out for me. But I'm not complaining. Um, but so 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 as a man, though, there was a time in my in my adulthood where I intentionally rejected uh, what I thought were masculine stereotypes. That's a good way to put it. Masculine stereotypes like like uh, somebody wanted, to, wanted me to wear boots. I don't wear boots. Right. Uh, when, when, when I was with my ex, the soap I use, I grew up on dial. But when I got with her, she always used Dove. Guess what I use? Dove. And I didn't. And so then when we divorced, I remember, I remember we divorced. And so now I'm single by myself and I started dating this girl, you know, and I guess I love to use the restroom one time. She came out and I didn't even know, I guess she took a mental picture of my stuff because when she came over the next day, she brought me like this gift basket and it had all different kind of men's soap in it, like old spice and different. And I'm like, I don't, I was at first I was like, thank you. You know, what made you do this? And she went to saying, you need some man stuff and blah, blah, blah. You know, you got Dove and, you know, I mean, I don't have a loofah. I, I do use a regular towel. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that kind of offended me. So I kicked her to the curb. Uh, but then when I get with my wife, my, my wife that I have now, uh, she kind of was on that too. But I embraced it a little bit more because I was in love and whatever. But now, now uh, that I have a revelation that God sent me here to lead. I feel different about my manhood. Now I want to study manhood even more to see what else am I supposed to be doing? Like that's how this revelation inspired me. I wasn't just, I wasn't just an accident. I wasn't just born a man. Just like, yep, here I am. I guess let me try to figure out how to be human, but man, no, you were sent here for the purpose of leading. Now you, 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 you take that and you mix that with whatever your God given assignment is, right? My point is you're not an accident. That just hit me differently and I'm sharing it. And I know, I, I know, 
this episode may be a little choppy because uh, I really wanted to get this out while it because it's been on my mind for days, just turning over in my head. And I didn't write a whole lot of notes about it because I just wanted to share. But listen, I'm telling you, if you were born a man, you were born to lead. It's up to you what you're going to decide to do with that. But I'm going to encourage you to not operate against how you are designed. That's what I'm encouraging you to do. I'm going to encourage you to embrace the fact that God, for whatever reason, decided to put your spirit in a male body. That's not an accident. Do you understand what I'm saying? So lead. And not only that, let me show you something. Let me, let me, let me. When, when, when God showed up to talk to Adam about, about the garden, uh, here's what he said. He told Adam, because you listen to your wife instead of me, then that's what a curse came, right? Later on in scripture, Paul says, I don't let, I don't allow a woman to have leadership over a man because Adam was created first, not Eve. And then he said, this is what Paul says, Eve was deceived, not Adam. Now, Adam ate the fruit. Adam ate the fruit because of Eve's leadership. Y'all not even. Eve was leading. The very first time that a man who God created to lead turn leadership over to his wife turn leadership over to the woman everything fell apart now what i just said has nothing to do with putting women down or anything like that i'm literally just talking about what's recorded in scripture you add your own meaning to it i'm not giving you meaning right so wherever you add if you upset that's on you that's something going on inside of you something i did not say but fellas I'm going to encourage you. Stop saying I'm not a leader. You were born to lead. I really hope this bless you. Yeah. All right. Y'all take care. <laughs>